man. I, I was going through it last night. Like, um, what were you drinking? Uh, just everything or what? Man, before I went in, had uh, some Fireball. Man, bro, I had Fire. I've had Fireball. Bro, honestly, maybe like once or twice, and it's been years since, and that that's my least favorite drink in the world. I would not drink Fireball. I don't like, uh, I don't know, I'm not really too fond of cinnamon. Yeah, unless, uh, bro, especially with the alcohol, that's a not a good combo in my opinion. Yeah, bro, I'm, I'm not fond of it either, bro. Yeah, for real. Um, I don't know. And whiskey, bro, whiskey fucks you up, too. Like, if I don't know if you noticed, but whenever, at least whenever I drink, I mean, I haven't drank whiskey in a minute, but... I feel like the dark stuff definitely hits you different for some reason. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the science behind it, but I've heard it's like just because there's more sugar in it or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not an expert, so I, I wouldn't know. But me personally, I, I like to stay away from the clear. Oh yeah. To me, the clear man that'll mess you up. Yeah. Like, uh, that'll mess you up no matter like what it is you're drinking. Yeah. Yeah, bro. I mean, I haven't. I don't. I don't go out too much anymore, but. I don't know. I feel like you just got to be with the right people, maybe, or something like that. Cause, like, sometimes, like after a night out, I kind of, I just the next day, I'm like, damn, that, I feel like my energy is just depleted. You know what I'm saying? Probably the, mainly just the alcohol that does that. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, but every once in a while, a night out with the boys is is a good time for sure. Yeah, man, I enjoy going out. Yeah. Uh, I think the problem with me is uh, I don't drink a lot and. Uh, I probably don't have as much weight on me as the guys who I'm going out with yeah, and yeah. enjoying the night with. And so when it comes to uh, drinking and, and holding your own, uh, when I'm trying to keep up with some of them guys, it gets to a point where uh, I'm like, I'm faced with uh, reality where yeah. it's like, man, like, <laughs> hey, wait. Dude, you realize how much like you've put into yourself and, and like, like, yeah, just like you said, how much you weigh. Um, I think weight is a big deal, honestly, for, like, how much alcohol you can drink. Oh, most definitely. It's funny because there's uh, a lot of, a lot of like, younger females out there um, who say, like, oh, yeah, I could out-drink you. Or when it comes to drinking, they like to try to keep up with others. But um, when, man, it's, when the time comes, it's... It, I almost, like, was reminded of that last night with myself where it's just like, man, it'll hit you hard at once if you're not pacing yourself if you're not like sipping water in between if you didn't get something to eat before or haven't like really prepared yourself like to actually consume a lot of alcohol so yeah man Bro, i'm feeling I a lot better today oh dude all i've been doing is just drinking water man and making sure i've been eating some good food yeah i look back when i was a little younger and i was drinking a lot more i don't know how i did it bro like when i have a drink nowadays i think it's just because i don't drink very often that shit hits me way harder. Like, I remember back in the day, dude, I would chug a half a bottle of whatever was available, and I would somehow just... I, I'm capping, actually. I would not be straight, bro. I, I, there were so many times where I would be on the side of the house fucking puking my ass off. I, I don't know why I was doing that shit, bro. Me too, Crazy. man. It's like, I'm pretty sure we've all been there at one point in our, in one point in our or time in our life. Uh, especially when, like you said, when you're younger, you're kind of faced with peer pressure. Uh, a lot of times you find yourself like with a, a group of friends you usually wouldn't hang out with or associate yourself with, like when you're out at parties or um, different gatherings with people who you usually wouldn't hang out with. Um, and like when you're faced with that peer pressure or you're just in a completely new environment that you're not 
necessarily comfortable with or um, you're uh, you're not used to being in an environment like that you're you might tend to make some decisions that you usually want to have yeah I feel like uh, we all have to co- go through that kind of phase you know what I'm saying I'm glad I went through it when I was younger and kind of got it out of my system you know just like drinking and partying and shit like that uh, def- I definitely got it out of my system and I'm, I'm glad I did but yeah like I said it's, it's always it's definitely fun going out here and there with the boys and having a good time man there's no question about it but uh, how, how was your week this week bro how's everything going with you man it's been going good I've yeah. just been uh, I'm pretty sure just like you um, I usually just keep my head down and just take care of my business yeah um, I'm not on social media a lot uh, I just like to I just like to like like I said take care of my business uh, I don't like to talk a whole lot about like what I'm doing or um, like where I'm trying to go just because there's a lot of people out there who aren't able to see eye to eye with uh, like what I got planned or um, what I'm trying to achieve. Um, they're, they're not on the same path. They're not on the same route that, that you're taking. And um, I find a lot of times that like I just bite my tongue. Uh, you just handle the business, take care of whatever you got to take care of. And um, whenever you get your free time, whenever no one's watching you, uh, crawling down your back, forcing you to do something, um, I'm utilizing my time, doing the things that I like to do, doing the things that I enjoy, and um, I'm starting to perfect the crafts um, and perfecting the arts that I, I want to be good in. Bro, one thing I've been getting into this past week is uh, cold punching. I was trying to go like... I think I went what three or four times this past week, something like that. Uh, bro, have you have you ever done a cold plunge before? Oh shit! Uh, me personally, I don't believe so. Um, how cold is like the water or whatever it is? I that think it's, it's it's at the gym. They don't have a what's it called? Is it a thermostat? Yeah, yeah. I don't think they didn't have one in there, so I'm not sure exactly. I think it's under forty though, or around that forty degrees. Okay, yeah. I don't think I've ever plunged in water that cold, but um dog the benefits are are crazy man like the benefits are crazy um it's it's mainly for me i noticed just the mood change for sure like uh this past i think it was like two days ago you know i didn't have the greatest day and i was just you know in in one of those moods and i sure enough i did the cold plunge went in for like three or four minutes and uh yeah it, it does wonders for your for your mood and just for your energy as well i had a workout after and it was it was great man I uh, I'm I'm even thinking about buying one just because the benefits are are that that crazy like I don't know you should definitely try it out though I'll take you to the gym one of these days and we'll try it out bro is it tough to stay in there when you first get in yeah I mean it's one of those things that like once you kind of jump in after I would say after about a minute or two after about a minute it's really not that bad you kind of get used to it um, but yeah the benefits are crazy benefits are definitely crazy it's, it, I think it's mainly just it's one of those things where when you do difficult things, like when you do something that's really difficult, everything else in your life or everything else in your day that wasn't as difficult doesn't seem like as bad. It's not as big of a deal in your head. You know what I mean? So if like, you know, if I had a bad day at work or whatever the case is, I'm frustrated about, you know, little tiny things. And then as soon as you get in the ice, as soon as you get inside that cold plunge in the ice, it all kind of goes away. You know what I mean? And it's just, that's all, that's all your mind can focus on, you know? So it kind of erases everything else. If that makes sense. Yeah, it's funny that you're just talking about like um, the focus of your mind and 
I think that's uh, something really important to talk about. Um, and that's something that I've been trying to uh, immerse myself into a little bit is putting myself in environments that you can't necessarily control or environments that like, yeah, you, you just don't have no control over whether it's cold, whether it's hot, whether you're uncomfortable. Um, I've just been trying to put myself in situations like that where um, you're not really pressured by the small things like that. Um, me personally, I don't like the cold. I don't like cold weather. Um, taking cold showers, like you said, taking cold plunges. Not too long ago, I would just like jump in my pool and the water would be as cold as however cold it usually get at night. Um, Have you jumped in your pool at all recently? Yeah. And like I said, like a few months ago, the water was uh, like real, real cold. I guess probably closer to like 50, 60 degrees. Um, and I don't know. I, I just I don't like the cold weather. I don't like cold being in cold water or anything like that. Um, Nobody does. But yeah, j just like you were talking about putting yourself in an environment like that and getting comfortable and used to those conditions um, I feel like it only strengthens you um, and it starts like with your mind, but then it, it transforms um, physically where your body is capable of withstanding and um, just able to to withstand a lot more than what other people are capable of bearing. Yeah, no doubt. I, I heard somebody, um, it, I think it might have been, it was a podcast I was listening to, but it was talking about the sauna and it was kind of interesting. They were saying how your body learns how to sweat. And your your body like gets better at sweating the more you get into inside of a sauna or the more you like are inside heat, and I thought that was kind of interesting how your your body literally like adapts to it and learns how to sweat more and more and more. And it's kind of interesting. I think it's natural for like humans to sweat or to like release whatever toxins or whatever chemicals it just needs to release from the body. Um, it's funny thinking about when I was younger. I would be a lot more active, I guess, than what I'm doing now, just because I would be outside under the sun a lot more as a kid. Um, always wanted to go to the park, always wanted to play at the playground, always wanted to go ride a bike or just go do something. You had so much energy when you were a kid. You always just wanted to be outside and, and be outside with your friends doing something. And... Um, that that's something that I've noticed. Like the older people get, um, they don't put themselves uh, or they don't like to get used to cardio, um, doing cardio, having your heart rate being at a higher intensity. Um, I believe that it's just like the lifestyle, bro. Like um, I mean, so many jobs these days are inside. You're sitting they down. They force you to just sit on your ass. You're behind a computer. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, it's just a lifestyle for a lot of, like, careers and jobs. It kind of sucks, man, like, to be honest. And, uh, yeah, I mean, like, that's why um, one of the things I like to do in the mornings is just walk outside and just get in the sun. Like, I take my shirt off. There's, like, a little pond or, like, lake over on the other side of the street over here. And, yeah, man, just get outside and, like, get some sunlight. You know what I mean? I think it's such a big deal, especially for mood, for me at least. Like, I definitely feel a difference, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you get that sunlight... And you uh, get outside, get fresh air. Like, it's, it's night and day difference for sure. As opposed to when, I, like, if I just wake up and I'm rushing to work, 
you know what I mean? And uh, and I don't do that. Like I feel like a night and day difference. No, one hundred percent. Most yeah, most <clears throat> definitely. It's funny you say that because the only thing that kind of like protects us from that sunlight is uh, the clouds up in the sky. And uh, it's not every day over here in Arizona where it's cloudy or there's um, clouds out in the, that are noticeable in the sky. But something that I've noticed, um, especially recently, but I've seen it like for a long time now is um, some people call them chemtrails or um, like these big, they look like clouds, but you can tell that they're not clouds. And um, it's like chemicals being sprayed into the sky or whatever oh for real and did you hey, did you ever hear about the what was it called like the ohio thing the trains like blowing up or there yeah there was like a, a collision or something where um i don't know if oil or like chemical yeah it was like it was like toxic chemicals yeah toxic hazardous chemicals um seeped into like the ground or seeped into um, the soil or something nearby. I don't know if it got into the water stream, but that's what a lot of people over there were worried about. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Well, there was a, what's it called? There was something I did want to talk about today, bro. Um, just an idea that popped up in my head when I was on my way to to scoop you up. Um, it, basically, I was going to talk about the number one skill that will improve your life, or at least has improved my life. Cause I can only speak from, you know, my personal experience and, uh, that skill is sales. Um, that's the number one skill that I feel like I listen to a lot of successful people, a lot of business people who, you know, have podcasts and stuff like that. And they talk about sales. They talk about the importance of sales and, uh, how it kind of translates not only into, into business, but into all areas of life and even personally. And, um, I think it's, I think it's true, bro. You know, I've had a sales job for a couple of years and the benefits that I've seen, like, in my own life with having a sales job has like drastically improved my life for sure. There's no hundred, 100%. And I wanted to talk a little bit about that um, while we're on this podcast and get your input too. You know what I mean? Um, first of all, bro, like when I think of sales, I think of the ability to sell yourself before anything. And um, I think oftentimes, at least, you know, in my personal experience in life, sometimes the hardest person to sell is yourself in anything, you know, whether you're, you know, you have goals of getting in good shape or whether you have a a desire to meet a girl or whatever the case is, start a business, start a podcast. The hardest person to sell in life is yourself. You know what I mean? And I think that that's kind of the first bullet point that I had in mind to talk about as far as like, you know, improving in sales or developing your sales skills is the the first understanding that it comes down to selling yourself first. You know what I mean? And have you, like, I'm sure you've probably experienced that in your own life, you know, times where you've had to sell yourself on something or an idea or, um, you know, whatever the case is, bro. Have you ever kind of had that experience? Somewhat. Most of the time I've had experiences like that. I realized that the thing that whatever it is that I'm trying to sell, um, it's most of the time, like, not something that I'm really down with or it's not something that I'm being, like, fully honest about. And this is because whatever it is you're selling, it's it's not something authentic to you. It's something that someone else has already created and trying to make money for themselves. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. Um, that that's something. That's a that, good point. That's a good point. Yeah. That's something that I've kind of noticed, especially in today's day and age, is everything is turned into a monopoly. 
that it's so hard for anyone who wants to start up their own business or create their own new product, um, something that like the market or um, like just everyone in general hasn't seen before. Uh, and I say this just because um, whatever it is that you want to start up, uh, build, create, um, there's always like uh, an executive or a CEO um, who kind of like runs that market already or um, they, they kind of got control of everything in that market. And it's got to the point where like holding on to your own ideas and kind of like investing in yourself, like you said, um, that that's more so what I like to think instead of selling yourself, it's more so invest in yourself instead of investing your time and energy and effort into selling someone else's product or yeah. trying to earn money for someone else. No, so no doubt. Yeah, no the doubt. The first thing you, you have to start with if you're trying to like if trying to attract anything in general, uh, regardless of what you're trying to attract for yourself and to yourself in life, you have to invest in yourself first. Yeah. And I guess uh, it starts with like self-love. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's kind of what I was kind of getting at is like, you know, um, selling yourself as far as like believing in yourself. You know what I'm saying? I think it starts with finding something that you truly love, something yeah, that you exactly. truly care about. Exactly, exactly, man. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it's just like you can't, how can you sell something to somebody if you don't even believe in the product or believe in the idea or believe in yourself? You know what I mean? Exactly, and I think um, that that's why uh, it, it's a, everyone has their own path and their own journey. Um, the things that I like isn't going to be the same things that you like and enjoy um, or want to pursue um, as a profession or t- like just the thing that you want to take seriously in life. Um, and I think everyone should have the ability and the choice and freedom to pursue whatever path that they want without being held back or discouraged by other people or being told that they can't do something. I think everyone should have that liberty to be able to pursue whatever dream or um whatever aspirations that they want to achieve yeah no doubt and what what i would say uh kind of to tackle on to that is um if you can convince yourself of something like if you can sell yourself on an idea or a product or uh a podcast or whatever the case is you know it could be anything like you just said it could be literally anything if you can sell yourself on that i guarantee you there's going to be other people out into the world who are going to be attracted to whatever it is you're doing you know what i'm saying and it just comes down to having that mindset like all right if i like this if this is cool to me there's, i guarantee you there's gonna be some other people out there who this is cool with or you know who, who there is gonna be other people out there who do vibe with it you know if, if i if my my thing is uh gardening you know what i'm saying and, and none of my family likes gardening or none of my friends like gardening but i i'm, I'm convinced about this idea of you know developing this product with gardening yep that's what you love that's yeah what you pursue. That's, and it's like if you can sell yourself of that you know what i'm saying if you can convince yourself that like yo you're on the right path you just do it you know what i'm saying um just have that mindset like okay if, if this is what i like if this is what i'm into i guarantee like there's gonna be other people out there who are into that same kind of thing you know so yeah that's that's that kind of bullet point number one that i had in mind was selling yourself you know or just it's like selling is kind of a it's one of those words that gets kind of confused like you can use sell or you can replace the word selling with like just believing in yourself or influencing yourself you know what i mean i feel like influence is a even a better word than selling because at the end of the day that's what you're trying to do you're trying to influence yourself instead of being influenced by you know mom or dad or fucking your friends or your boss you know influence yourself you know what i'm saying yeah so 
the word to me sell is uh it's an interesting word just because anytime i hear that word sell i think instantly about business yeah yeah like, it gets, like it's, it, a, it gets, it's, it's a transaction it gets kind of like uh i feel like because i'm in sales you know it gets kind of a, a stigma to it you know have you ever heard of the word stigma yeah yeah so like i feel like sales is kind of one of those words that you kind of hear think of like a someone who's trying to trick you or you know get get a, get one over on you but in all actuality man like everything is sales you know like everything is selling you know if i want to if i want to hit the gym this afternoon and i don't feel like it but i know it's the right thing to do ultimately like am i going to be able to sell myself on going to the gym you know or influencing myself to go to the gym and not just sit at home and eat donuts you know what i mean yeah exactly so that's really all that's that's really the way i look at it man but that was bullet point number two um the second thing i had to the second thing i had to talk about when it comes to sales like if you do want to get into a sales job or, you know, a retail job and, and sell some clothes, sell some cars, sell houses, whatever you want to do, um, is starting with the intent. So after you sell yourself, ask yourself, like, what, what what's your intent with what it is you're selling? You know what I'm saying? Like, when you approach a customer, are you trying to, are you trying to get one over on them? Are you trying to um, kind of do them dirty just to get a commission or just to get a check? Or, like, are you actually trying to help them solve a problem in their life? You know what I mean? And, uh, that's one thing that's kind of helped me in my, my journey so far with sales is like approach every transaction with the the intent of like, oh, yeah, I'm trying to help this person. You know what I mean? And I think that that makes it easier. That makes the process easier. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not it's not like, oh, it's me versus them. It's me plus them working with them. You know what I mean? So, you know, this is kind of for anybody out there who, who like if you if you are interested in getting into sales, just my my own like, you know, perspective on it and my, my personal experience with it. So. That's bullet point number two. What do you think of that, bro, as far as intent? Everything you talked about is, like, spot on. I mean, there, there's truth behind everything you just said. I'm going to talk about the other side of what you were just talking about. Because um, it's funny, I was just watching a TV show with my pops earlier today. And uh, it's called The Foods That Built America. Uh, the episode that we were watching was about potato chips and... Um, like the rise of Lay's and the rise of um, Pringles. Huge, huge. Yeah, all right. So um, at first, Lay's was big um, because they had a real simple potato chip, but the little flavoring that they had on the chip, uh, barbecue flavor and other things like that um, on a potato chip was real addictive, and uh, everyone enjoyed um, those uh, potato chips. Um, it, it started getting interesting when you're talking about business and um, some of these chip companies are thinking about how they can get their name out there more. How can how can they expand and grow their business just like any other person would want uh, to do out there. And where it got to is they were putting out a, like a authentic, um, an authentic product that um, people actually enjoyed and was actually somewhat good for for the consumer and then it got to a point where they started changing the structure of the chips so that it's more durable it lasts longer it can stay fresh longer um, they started changing um, how the chips are manufactured um, the chemicals that go into them and it got to a point where potato chips now aren't even like really potato chips, like not even uh, just like fried 
or um, like deep fried potato chips, um, man, it's, it's got to the point where I think about it nowadays where people just aren't living as long as when I read in the Bible that it talks about people lived for hundreds of years. And I, I always find that interesting to think about how like what a life would be like to live for like hundreds of years. Um, and one of the things I was thinking about is if people were living hundreds of years, they had to have been um, like just doing natural things, like things that were natural to them. Um, they, they didn't have to like learn about um, this was good to eat, this was bad to eat, um, do this and not do this. I, I believe things were just more natural to them. I think they, things were like simpler, you know? Yeah, um, they didn't really have to eat meat. I believe they were probably just eating um, greens, vegetables, and fruits. Um, eating a healthier diet like that over a long period of time um, would keep and keep your body more healthy and uh, help you maintain a, a healthier lifestyle in the long run. And uh, I think about the things that a lot of Americans nowadays consume, the things that like even I consume every single day. And uh, like we don't really think about it now, kind of like the, the cause and the effects of the things that we're consuming. But um, it's funny in the long run, I always talk about uh, no, nobody here on earth um, like is uh, invincible and is going to live on forever. We all have a, a time that and we all got an appointment that we can't avoid, but it's important uh, to take care of the body that you have and, and to spread love, to spread the truth to one another, to not just help yourself and try to benefit for yourself, but to pass on for generations and generations to come so that um, they, they'll they be able to benefit. They'll be able to pass it down from generation to generation. Yeah, no doubt, bro. I couldn't agree more, honestly. Would you say that there's, like, a lot of truth and, um, yeah, I guess just to simplify and dumb it down, a lot of truth that's been lost over um, the course of time? Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, no doubt for sure, man. I think, sadly, I think money money drives a lot of things, you know what I mean? And it gets in the way of truth for sure. At least that's the way I see it, you know, when it comes to, like, these big companies and stuff like that. Um, yeah, no doubt for sure, man. Uh, I was going to I was gonna move on to this third point real quick, bro, and then um, we'll kind of tie that back into it. But uh, as far as sales, bro, if you want to get better at sales, um, from my experience as far as sales goes, um, learning how to speak and uh, the importance of learning how to speak is everything. Uh, you know, as human beings, that's how we communicate. I think we communicate a lot non-verbally, but that that tie, that kind of ties into speaking um, in a, in a way, you know, verbally and non-verbally, and uh, learning how to communicate with people. Um, so, and I think that the way, the way you do that is just through repetitions, um, doing it a lot, you know what I mean, and doing it in an, in an environment uh, like in a sales environment can really help you. Um, so, if you're out there and you want to get into sales, uh, my recommendation is to get into like a, a job where you you have a lot of face-to-face interactions in a sales kind of environment that can really help you. And, and, and even just like in a day by day basis, like going out and just trying to talk to more people and, and, and get more reps in. Um, for me, that's really helped. And it, you know, when you, when you have the ability to speak to people, you know, random strangers and things like that, I feel like it can open up a lot of opportunities for you. You know what I mean? Like I can only speak from myself, but like I look back when I was a little bit younger and I didn't really have that confidence and I didn't really have that ability to speak to people you know, I, when I would go to the store, I wouldn't talk to anybody. And then when I would go to, 
X or Y, Z, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't really have that ability to interact with people the same kind of way. And, uh, yeah, that's just my recommendation, man, is, like, focus on trying to get those reps in. And, you know, talk to more people um, and uh, put the put the reps in and you'll, you'll get better at it. And you'll start learning. You start kind of getting, like, a script down of, like, as far as, like, how to open people up and how to communicate with people and uh, make people, you know, feel comfortable with you, things like that. I think it can really help your life. Not just with your job, you know, if you do have a sales job, but just with relationships and uh, with your family, things like that, you know, learning how to kind of open up, open people up to you and, and, and get more of that uh, connection. You know what I mean? So, yeah, that, that was a uh, that was point number three. Uh, and then uh, confidence, um, you know, when you're speaking with people, uh, confidence is, is really everything. You know, people I feel like people are attracted to confident people, people who are willing to, uh, you know, put themselves out there and, 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 and stand behind their words. You know what I mean? And uh, if, if, I think the way you develop the confidence is kind of by point number three is just the re- repetitions and, and getting comfortable with those, those interactions. You know what I mean? And, and also it kind of ties into point number one, as far as um, selling yourself first. So once you sell yourself and you have that confidence within yourself, then that gives you the ability to go, go outside and interact with people and, and get to know people and get, and build new relationships and, and things like that. So, um, yeah, that, that was point number four. And then uh, point number five that I had real quick was to find it, find a niche, um, find something that you're passionate about. Like, like you were saying earlier, once you kind of get that ability. So like my recommendation is to go find a job somewhere, go find a sales job. If this is kind of the path that you want to go down is find find a job where you can sell somebody else's products and get that skill down, get that repetition down, you know, go work at a retail store, go work at a car dealership, go go work at somewhere where you can get those repetitions in. And then once you have that skill, then, and this is kind of where I'm at, is like finding your niche, finding something that you want to sell yourself. You know what I mean? It's like your own product, your own passion, your own dream, whatever it is that you want to sell, um, kind of develop that skill in someone else's environment. And then you can kind of take that and run with it. Does that kind of make sense? The the paint the picture I'm kind of painting with that. Yeah, you, every, everyone has to start somewhere, and like you said, that that's a good place to start. If um, that's what someone is interested, if that's what someone is interested in, um, then yeah, just find a little niche like that. Find something that you could actually enjoy, or something that you could be honest about when you're actually selling whatever it is, and then um, like just start your start your way there and. Just build up slowly, take it step by step. And so you're able to take the skills that you learned um, working that job and then you're able to turn it into something for yourself or start up your own thing. It's kind of interesting, bro. You brought up a good point about how like when you when you look at advertising commercials and, and things like that for cars, you you notice how like the top brands, you know, the the luxury brands. Um, and this is kind of like a different spin we can take off of, you know, based off of what we've been talking about. But like. When you look at the Lamborghinis, when you look at the Ferraris, when you look at, uh, you know, these kind of brands, they don't market at all. They don't advertise at all. You know what I mean? They don't have commercials. They don't have billboards for the most part. But every single person out there or most people, um, at least people that I know and that I surround myself with, they want to be in a car like that yeah, or, or they yeah. dream about being in a car like that. And I think there's a couple of different angles that you can take, uh, you know, based off of that idea. And you brought up one of them. Uh, that was basically saying, you know, and I, I totally agree with, and it's like, oh, shit, let me put this on here real quick. Um, the people who are buying these cars, the people who are buying, you know, Lamborghinis and Ferraris, uh, their customer base, their audience base isn't sitting on a couch watching 
TV. You know what I'm saying? And they know that. So why would they why would they advertise on on a, a TV commercial? You know what I'm saying? And there's you can kind of take a couple different ideas from that. Um, number one is like, you know, if you do have an idea, you got to understand who, who's, um, who's going to be on the other side of that idea or that, or business, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and kind of understand that, you know what I'm saying? And I think that, that just kind of shows you, you know what I'm saying? Like they know that their customer base, their audience base isn't, they're not out here watching TV on the couch, you know what I'm saying? And, and, uh, that's, yeah, it's, it's interesting to think about, you know what I'm saying? Like, why would, why wouldn't they advertise on, on a TV commercial? And it's because the people who are buying it aren't. They're they not. know they know people want they want their product without them having to put up any advertisement. Yeah, and that's another thing too is is their product is so good they don't even have to advertise they don't have to market because what what markets their product is the product they care about their work. Well, not even that it's it's that when you see a Lamborghini driving down the road that is their marketing that is their advertising. You look around you are like holy shit is that a Lamborghini what the hell. Well, like, <laughs> and then and then and then you tell somebody, and they tell somebody, and you know what I'm saying. Everybody there's talking about it, and it's because their product is so fucking good. You know what I mean? And uh, it, you, it it stands out from everything else. Yeah, and and you can there's a lot of a lot of things you can kind of take that down, and you know when when you're the best at what you do, when you're the when you have the best product, or you know what I'm saying, whatever it is that you're doing, um, you really don't need to to market or advertise or sell or the same kind of way, if that makes sense. You know what I mean? yeah exactly just like you're talking about it's funny i see like kia commercials i see honda commercials all these other car brands um the way that they advertise is um they put all these bland cars they they put all these um nasty looking cars uh surrounded by that one good vehicle that they're marketing at the time and uh the way that they talk is like oh you're gonna stand out when you're in this new vehicle you're gonna you're going to look good. You're um, like, everything's just going to change and, and be better when you get in this vehicle, this new car. And the way that I think is like, all right, like you get sucked into that advertisement. You go to that dealership, you get that vehicle because you were suckered in by that ad. You're going to go out one day, you're going to pull up and park, be parking right next to a, a Rari or going to be parking next to a, a Corvette or something, uh, something that is really nice. And you're going to be thinking, oh, man, like, like, why did I get this? Or, like, is this what I really want? I think it's important for people to actually buy and just invest their time and their money into things that they actually love and things that they actually enjoy. Um, and kind of really be aware and be attentive of how they try to market, how they try to uh, sucker you into buying their products. I, I could think of Anytime I go to the mall, man, like you could have a new pair of shoes on uh, and there's going to be someone calling calling you over. Hey, man, like like let me wipe. Let me wipe and clean your shoes off real quick. Like, uh, uh, yeah, I see they're a little dirty. Like I could get them cleaned up for you. Um, And it's like, man, like the dude probably didn't even know, like you just got some new shoes like just last week or something like. Yeah. Yeah. No need for you to buy a product that that you won't even use like you're gonna buy it just not use it or um i find that or i see this a lot of times like where people are buying something that that they eventually won't even use in the long run or they'll buy it they might use it a little here and there and then like it's just gonna collect dust so i think um 
it's important to really just buy what you love, um, buy what buy what you really enjoy. Um, and just like you were talking about um, the things that are being advertised, uh, watch out for the things that are being advertised on mainstream media and um, on TV, because it's like, just like you're saying, you're not going to go around the corner, you're not going to see no um, Lamborghini, uh, you're not going to see no Lamborghini lot, you're not going to see none of those around the corner, you know what I mean? Um, but what you will notice is you could probably go around the corner, you're going to find a Circle K, you're going to find some gas stations, you're going to find some smoke shops, you're going to find some Mickey D's and Jack in the Box and all these fast food um all these fast food chains that they're advertising on the news and um, on TV, uh, mainstream media and all this and that. that. That shit isn't no good for you, man. You got to actually understand what they're putting in front of your face and why they're putting it in front of your face. Not not only understand like what it is that they're trying to advertise, but understand like why they're trying to advertise it so much and why is it that only mcdonald's is on every corner and and you see all of these fast food chains on it is crazy yeah it is crazy i remember uh you got to go out and actually like research for yourself and like like do do a little bit of uh learning for yourself uh, through trial and error through like own experience and figure out like what's good for you and uh start start uh distancing yourself and start avoiding those things that aren't good for you yeah bro i uh like last night i was uh i was going on a drive like pretty late at night maybe like eight o'clock nine o'clock and i was uh driving down it was mainly just one road that i was driving down this was like kind of in the in the middle of the city and i remember thinking bro like on my drive it, it might have been like a 30 minute drive and i see kfc i see mcdonald's i see uh taco bell i see um popeyes and I'm just thinking in my head, like, as I'm driving down this road, I'm like, damn, this shit is crazy. Like, this is crazy. It's super crazy. You know what I'm saying? Everywhere you go, food, 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 and none of it's good. It's all garbage. And it's like, <clears throat> and I just, I, I was thinking to myself, I was like, man, food really is like the biggest addiction, at least in our society. You know what I mean? Like, as a whole, I mean, like, even more so than drugs, you know, it's like food is everywhere and it's, and none of it's good for you. It's all like a lot of these fast food joints are are filled with like chemicals that make it addictive, and it's literally uh you know an addiction. You know, what people I'm think that if something's uh approved by the FDA, then like it can't be bad for you or it, it can't be harmful to you. But I've heard that Skittles is banned in like almost every other country out there besides the U.S. And uh, it, it's like a candy that's soon to be banned even here because of the chemicals and some of the stuff that they have inside the candy um, is not only addictive, but I heard is like also somewhat poisonous, like the food coloring or something within the candy is uh, somewhat poisonous. But I I was just thinking to myself, like, man, it really is sad and it's, it's hard to break. Like it's an addiction, you know what I'm saying? And like, even for me, bro, like I've noticed that you know, when I do cheat on, like, when I do cheat on my diet, and, you know, I go out and get some fast food, or whatever the case is, get some, get some good food, it's like, the next day, I want it that much more, you know what I'm saying, and that's, like, when, when people do present food to me, and, uh, you know, like, at family gatherings, social gatherings, whatever it is, um, like, I I try to just avoid it completely, because I know once I have a little bit, you know, I'm not just gonna want a little bit, I'm gonna want a lot, you know what I mean, because it tastes good, 
And, uh, yeah, bro, it's just, it's crazy, man. Like, you can just drive down a road and you see food place after food place after food place. It's, it's uh, the food is made real quick and it's easily accessible. That That's why they put it on every corner. That's what, yeah, it's, it's like, wild. Like, and it's it don't, like, no bro, matter where you're at, it's going to be there. It's going to, it's going to be easily accessible. It's always going to be right there in front of you. And There's, it's like, it really is a reflection of the society. You know what I'm saying? You look around. I mean, how many people do you see overweight? It's on, crazy, on, on a day-by-day basis i mean like what it's like how many people do you see fit or like on on that on a good route on a good path like that who cares about their body it's what it's, they put it's less common than it is common to see uh like a really fit person it's 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 crazy man like you know from like work history from you know places i've worked at like i'm almost always and this isn't to brag or anything this is just a fact like i'm almost always one of the few people who people like, who are just like conscious about their yeah. lifestyle and their own health like that's the way i think about it it's just like people who are obese or like who just get to that point where you're overweight it gets to a point where like you probably just weren't honest with yourself or like didn't face the reality of like you're you're putting on weight from the food that you're consuming and um like not taking action not making no changes about it so like like you said i think uh, it's important to be aware of what you're consuming, what you're putting inside of your body, and also like what you're learning uh, and what you're like seeing. Um, I think all those things are important. Uh, I just had an idea pop in, pop up into my head, man, <clears throat> and it's like, <clears throat> out of all the things that we learn in school, we're in school for what twelve twelve years, give or take. It's like. Uh, we're in school for all this time from and a young age, from a very young age. And, and why isn't diet like taught in school? Why isn't a healthy diet taught in school? Why isn't a healthy diet ta- taught in school? You would think that, I mean, the food that you eat is everything. I mean, anybody who knows anything about health understands that like diet is about 70, 80 percent of, of your of your of how healthy you're going to be is the food that you're consuming. It's, like, it's literally what you consume is, is you reap what you sow. Exactly. So yeah. Like also the food, what, what you're putting inside of you, that's like, you're, you're going to, you're going to be a reflection of whatever it is you're putting inside. Yeah. Of and you. this is just something I thought about, but it's like, how can you, how can you go to school for 12 years and not understand like what, not understand like on a factual basis, not understand what's, what's healthy to eat and like how to actually like survive out here. You know what I mean? It's it's crazy to think that that wouldn't be a part of a you know an, um, somebody's like academic journey or some a part of like a kid's you know co- going to school and things like that is uh, learning how to eat learning how to how to do that you know what I'm saying and I I really wonder bro I wonder if it's purposefully not taught like I I, I can't really I, I haven't come to a conclusion on it like if it's just uh, you know. Like just one of those things that's just not taught just because it's not taught or is it not taught on purpose because they want people obese. They want people unhealthy because when they're unhealthy, they're they're not independent. You know what I'm saying? You're you're dependent on X, Y, Z drug or medication or and and that's where profits made. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, man, just just ideas I think about, you know what I'm saying? And I, I wonder if how how correlated all of it is, you know what I'm saying? I, I really do wonder. Well, I believe parents, they play a big part. Uh, yeah, no doubt. But the thing is, too, is like if the parents don't know, which in today's day and age, I mean, if you're an adult, you should you should do your own research. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has Google. Everybody can can do their own research. But yeah, I mean, yeah, you brought up a good point. I mean, yeah, it's definitely, you know, parents are definitely 
Man, if the parent isn't teaching the, the kid the right way to eat, then not only are they not giving them a, uh, giving them a fighting chance, but it's like, um, man, it's just sad to think about. Like, if a parent doesn't give a kid, like, a chance to kind of, like, grow up, teaching them, like, the right things to eat, you're, you're almost setting, like, your kid up for failure, like, at a young age, man, because they're... they're they're more likely to grow up with like other uh, health problems or like they're going to be more at risk uh, like to uh, have health problems like that in their life in the future. Yeah. The good news is I feel like people are becoming a lot more aware of those kind of things, you know, like as far as what's healthy, what's not um, becoming aware of, you know, pharmaceutical companies and the agendas that they have. And so I think that's a good thing, man. I mean, I do see, like honestly, bro, one of the one of the best things to see is like uh, somebody who is overweight at the gym. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, hey, like they're they're doing something. Yeah, they're doing it. You know what I'm saying? And like, I would never disrespect somebody or look down on somebody who's actually doing it. You know what I mean? Uh, it's it's really cool. Like I love seeing that. You know what I'm saying? Even people who are overweight and like has gotten to that point in their life, it's. Every like you were talking about, everyone is addicted to something, or yeah, you, yeah. You, you have too much of one thing, and like you're addicted to it. Having too much of one thing could be real bad, and um, it's important to to have a balance in your life of um, not relying on any one thing too much, but to like be strong within yourself. Um, I actually think I think addiction can be a good thing. If you're addicted to the, to the right thing, you know what I mean. Yeah. Like if you're if you're addicted to health, uh, I know I, mean, I know what you're going. Yeah. If you're if you're addicted to health, which to a certain extent I think I am, I think that can be a great thing. You know what I mean. Or if you're if you have a job that you love and you're addicted to the job, I mean shit, that's a good thing. You know what I mean. Now, yeah, I, I definitely think you can take it too far for sure, but I don't know, man. Damn camera, fucking up, fucking up our podcast, but. <laughs> But, so, uh, man, we keep it rolling. Yeah, we keep it rolling, man. One take wonders over here, bro. So, uh, yeah, we were just kind of talking about food, the food industry, and uh, just kind of waking up to, like, the reality of how crazy it is, you know? And, uh, I mean, when you really think about it, like, the big, the big food companies really are the biggest companies in the world. You know, them and, like, and them and then, like, pharmaceutical health companies. And, yeah, bro, I wonder, because, I mean, obviously, I don't know. I'm, all, I'm only speculating. But I wonder if they really are tied in together and, like, they work, they feed off of each other, you know what I mean? And, like, if it's all just, like, one big conglomerate, you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? I, what do you think? I've heard that there's people, multiple people that's found a cure for cancer. Uh, I've heard Dr. Sebi was killed because he was uh, giving out natural, healthy diets to people um, and putting them on game that seaweed is good or it's healthy for you to eat and uh the nutrients that are found within seaweed uh is crazy the vitamins within it and how beneficial it is um like for the human body he was giving out a lot of knowledge and a lot of game on uh healthy diets and natural things that you could eat um to battle illness and sicknesses and um to just create a healthier um a healthier what's the word i'm looking for lifestyle uh a healthier immune system oh okay <clears throat> has, has he written has he written a book or anything 
I'm pretty sure he has. So I haven't done a lot of research on Dr. Sebi, um, but that's something that I, I wanted to start to learn about here in the near future is um, kind of like his whole life, how he grew up, um, how he kind of got into some of the diets that he he was teaching other people about. Yeah, it looks like he uh, looks like he has from what I can see. Doc- he, he was killed. And um, just like I was talking about, I've heard multiple people having a cure for cancer, um, not not just illnesses, but uh, solutions to other greater problems that's going on in the world. A lot of people, you, you just get knocked off when you really try to make a change uh, that's beneficial for humanity. Yeah. This is because of the system that's put in place already, the monopolies that's been established over time. Um, and then it kind of ties back to what I was talking about. It's hard to like for anyone out there starting up your own business for it to actually grow into something that'll um, kind of be like at the, the you'll be at the top of the market or uh, you'll, you'll be the biggest shark in the in the pond. You know what I mean? It's hard to get to that point in our day and age with the monopolies that's been established. And the thing that I realized is um, superstars, movie stars, actors, uh, I, man, I even believe it's starting to, to get into sports that these people are being like tied into advertisements. Uh, they're being tied into um, like the agenda that's being pushed out. Um, we'll have to talk about more of that uh, another podcast. Yeah, I, I agree, bro. I really do. Uh, I think it's, you know, it's it's definitely interesting, man, for sure. Uh, any other thoughts you had for today's podcast, bro? This week's podcast. Um, man, we covered so much stuff. Uh, I think the biggest thing that we talked about was um, just being aware of like what you're consuming, uh, what you're learning, what you're investing your time and energy into, and yeah, I really try- do. I do feel like we like bounced around so many ideas this week. Try not to rely on one thing too much or one thing physically. Um, Everyone could get addicted to anything easily. Uh, I think it's important to just be well-rounded and well-balanced in uh, your lifestyle and uh, how you go about your life. Uh, Don't overindulge in one thing and like keep yourself grounded in reality. Understand that there's millions of other people out there uh, living a life just like you and that you're a little part of the puzzle to the to the grander scheme that's going on. So uh, just be open-minded, uh, spread love, uh, spread light to other people, uh, and be the example that, uh, that you want to see in this world. Yeah, no doubt, bro. I totally agree. Be the change that you want to see in this world. Yeah, man. Right here at Fist Bump. Yes, sir. Man. Yes, sir, man. Well, I appreciate anybody tuning in. I know you do, Josh. Um, we appreciate the love and support, man. If you uh, if you like what you saw, if you like what you listened to, man, subscribe to the channel, man. Show some love, and we uh, we'll see you guys next week, man. Peace out. Thank y'all. God bless you. Jesus loves you. Jesus loves you, baby. Let's go. So I eat, and I don't know the feet. I only know the heat. I only know the grind. I only know the sweet. Yo, I miss sweat. I only know the best. That's up on my chest. I only know the reps. I only know what's next. Nothing more, nothing less.